بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله وسلم وبارك على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين بإذن الله Today we will be looking at Surah Al-Shams. Allah Jalla wa'ala begins by taking 11 straight qasams or oaths. There is no other surah in the Quran wherein we find Allah Jalla wa'ala takes so many oaths one after the other. He begins by saying, وَالشَّمْسِ وَضُحَاهَا Here Allah Jalla wa'ala is taking an oath firstly by the sun. وَضُحَاهَا could mean and the light of the sun or it could be an indication for the whole day that is to come. So Allah Jalla wa'ala takes an oath by the sun and the day that comes with it. He then says, وَالْقَمَرِ إِذَا تَلَاهَا And the moon that follows after it. So basically the sun rises and with it comes the light. Then after it leaves or after it sets, we find that the moon follows after it. وَالنَّهَارِ إِذَا جَلَّاهَا and by the day and what it makes apparent. This could be that after night has come and covered everything, then the day comes and it makes everything apparent again. Or it could mean that when the day comes, then the sun becomes apparent. So when the sun rises, you can't really see it fully. But the minute the day starts becoming a bit more apparent and the sun rises high enough, you are able to see the sun. Allah Jalla wa'ala then says, وَاللَّيْلِ إِذَا يَغْشَاهَا And by the night, that again covers it. Covers what? Covers the day or covers this daylight that was brought by the sun. Not only in this surah, but in many other surahs and chapters of the Qur'an and verses of the Qur'an, we have seen how Allah Jalla wa'ala makes mention of the night and day. And indeed, in this night and day, the sun and moon are signs. It's important for us to ponder over these signs. Allah Jalla wa'ala would only mention them so many times because there is a sign there and it's important to reflect and ponder. Allah Jalla wa'ala then says, وَالسَّمَاءِ وَمَا بَنَاهَا here he is taking an oath by the heavens or the skies. وَالسَّمَاءِ وَمَا بَنَاهَا could mean one of two things. Either it means and by the one who created it, meaning Allah Jalla wa'ala. So here ma would mean man, which means who. So Allah Jalla wa'ala says وَالسَّمَاءِ وَمَا بَنَاهَا And by the heavens and the one who created them, who is Allah. Or it could mean that the actual structure of these heavens, so the building of them. Allah Jalla wa'ala then says, وَالْأَرْضِ وَمَا طَحَاهَا And by the earth, here he is taking an oath, وَمَا طَحَاهَا As we mentioned previously, this ma could mean man. And by the one who spread it out or put things in it, وَمَا طَحَاهَا Or it could mean its actual structure. Allah Jalla wa'ala then says, وَنَفْسٍ وَمَا سَوَّاهَا Here he could be taking an oath by everything that has a soul or it could be more specific, he is taking an oath by the human being, those who have souls, وَنَفْسٍ وَمَا سَوَّاهَا and by the one who created this human being, who made it upright, who gave it such a good posture and stature. فَأَلْهَمَهَا فُجُورَهَا وَتَقْوَاهَا Indeed Allah Jalla wa'ala is the one who gave the soul the ability to differentiate between right and wrong. As we mentioned in the previous surah, Allah Jalla wa'ala says, One of the meanings is Allah Jalla wa'ala 
guided this soul, granted it the ability to choose between right and wrong. So here he is saying, فَأَلْهَمَهَا فُجُورَهَا وَتَقْوَاهَا Or it could also mean that in every one of these souls, he has created in it the ability to do good and to do evil. He then says, قَدْ أَفْلَحَ مَنْ زَكَّاهَا When it comes to this human being or this nafs, this soul, Indeed, he who is successful is the one who purifies the soul, the one who purifies it from shirk, from anything that is in the disobedience of Allah Jalla wa'ala. From the dua of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he would say, Allahumma aati nafsi taqwaha. Oh Allah, give my soul, purify it, give it its taqwa and its true God consciousness. Wazakkiha, anta khayru man zakkaha and purify it, purify it from all evil, everything you dislike, and you are the best who purifies the soul. Anta waliyuha wa mawlaha. This is a dua from the duas of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. One should constantly make this dua, learn it by heart, and ask Allah jalla wa ala. He then says, وَقَدْ خَابَ مَنْ دَسَّاهَا And indeed, when it comes to this soul, the one who is in loss is the one who has corrupted it, the one who disobeys Allah, the one who doesn't purify the soul. Dasa basically means something which is brought low, something which is hidden underneath. As for when we spoke about zakka previously, zakka means to grow in the Arabic language or to purify as we mentioned. So look at this person on the other side of the spectrum, instead of purifying his soul, no, he doesn't, he disobeys Allah and he takes it to the lowest of low. وَقَدْ خَابَ مَنْ دَسَّاهَا And indeed he is in loss. Allah Jalla wa'ala then gives an example of people who didn't purify their souls. He says, كَذَّبَتْ ثَمُودُ بِطَغْوَاهَا Indeed, Thamud. Thamud were the people of Salih alayhi salam. Allah Jalla wa'ala says, indeed, they lied. They belied the message. بِطَغْوَاهَا And they carried on disobeying. They exceeded the limits. When the one who was the worst from amongst them, the most wicked, it's mentioned that after they asked Salih alayhi salam for a sign and then the she-camel came, Allah jalla wa'ala sent it, it was agreed between the people that for their animals will be one day where their animals drink from the water. As for the she-camel, it will have its own day. So these people were warned by Salih alayhi salam not to touch this she-camel, not to harm it, not to do anything bad, and give it its share of water. So what did they do? They basically became upset, and the most wicked, the worst person from amongst them, he got up and he went to harm this camel. فَقَالَ لَهُمْ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ نَاقَةَ اللَّهِ وَسُقْيَاهَا So the Messenger of Allah, Salih alayhi salam, told them, نَاقَةَ اللَّهِ Basically, إِحْذَرُوا نَاقَةَ اللَّهِ or ذَرُوا نَاقَةَ اللَّهِ Basically, be careful. Leave the camel that Allah Jalla wa'ala has sent. Don't harm it in any way. وَسُقْيَاهَا And leave its day for drinking. It has its day where it drinks and your animals have their days where they drink. فَكَذَّبُوهُ فَعَقَرُوهَا they rejected him, they belied him, they refused to listen to his warning. And this person went and he basically killed the camel. Look at how Allah Jalla wa'ala, a few verses before, he mentions how one of them, the most wicked or the worst from amongst them, got up to go and harm this camel. Here he mentions 
they all belied Salih and they all killed the camel. Some of the Mufassirin mentioned when it came to these people, even though all of them didn't go to physically harm this camel, they were all happy, they were all in agreement, they all encouraged the person who was going to kill the camel because they all had a hand in it. It's as though they all committed the sin. And this teaches us that so many times, yes, when it comes to doing something bad or something evil, we may not be the ones who do it directly. But if we have something to do with it indirectly, if we are happy with it, if we encourage this bad and evil or injustice, we also have a share of sin in it. Allah Jalla wa'ala then says, فَدَمْدَمَ عَلَيْهِمْ رَبُّهُمْ بِذَنْبِهِمْ فَسَوَّاهَا Basically Allah Jalla wa'ala destroyed them and he flattened them. فَسَوَّاهَا could mean that they were flat to the ground or they were put under the ground. All this because of the sin they committed. They asked for a sign to believe. The she-camel came out from the rock as is mentioned. Then they rejected after seeing the sign in front of them. Not only that, they went to harm this she-camel that was sent by Allah Jalla wa'ala. After Allah Jalla wa'ala mentions how he destroyed them, he says, وَلَا يَخَافُ عُقْبَاهَا And indeed, Allah Jalla wa'ala does not fear any consequence for what he did. So basically, after they committed the sin and they did something wrong, Allah Jalla wa'ala destroyed them, the punishment came, and Allah Jalla wa'ala does not fear any consequences if he punishes somebody. You know, there is nobody who can then go to Allah and tell him why you did this or reprimand him. From this surah, there is a lot we can take. Look at how Allah Jalla wa'ala again mentions the night and the day. Look at how he speaks about the importance of purifying this nafs and the soul. And we mention the dua of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. We ask Allah Jalla wa'ala to grant us all goodness and beneficial knowledge and make us from those who are able to purify their souls. Ameen. Wa sallallahu wa sallam wa baraka ala nabina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in.